Hi, I'm Margie. Hi, I'm Michelle. Welcome to God in the Real World. Avatar, may her baba ki jay. Hi, everyone. We're back with a of God in the Real World. Um, I'm Michelle. I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Margie. Hello. Um, and today... <laughs> Um, today we're going to start, we just want to start with a little bit of housekeeping. Um, so one thing, uh, we'd love for you to do if you want to get notified when our new episodes come out, um, wherever you're listening, if you're listening on Spotify or on Apple podcast to follow or subscribe, and that way you will get, make sure to get an alert every time we put out a new podcast and a little bit about the, the ads and our GoFundMe that we're going to be putting in the description of the episode. Yeah, for sure. So I think, I mean, I'll just say this, Michelle and I never expected to have um, listeners, but (laughs) now that we do, we actually have enough on. So if you have enough uh, listeners, you are a bit like you can have ads that make money that go to your podcast. And so Michelle and I had this idea to create a GoFundMe uh, with I mean, what we get from the ads is pretty tiny, but then also, you know, available for donations of basically creating a fund for someone's ticket to India. So I've always had a dream to be able to send people to India. And I think it's something that Michelle was like super, super on board with because being in India is cheap, but getting to India for a lot of people is not feasible. And so I think our plan would be to, you know, raise the money on GoFundMe could take a month, could take two years. We don't know. It might (laughs) never happen, but and then have like an anonymous raffle and use that money as their ticket to India. I mean, something uh, Lynn Ott said was uh, the, your money for your trips to India don't come out of the worldly economy. So mm-hmm. maybe this is someone's, someone's, someone's ticket to India. But anyway, so we're going to create a GoFundMe and any of the money that we get from the podcast will go there. And then uh, it'll also be open for donation and we'll put that in the in the description. We'll put the link for that in the description if anyone feels called to donate to it. Yeah. And then once we have enough money to raise funds, we will send out um, or post a probably a Google form that just collects your um, email address and you can just enter yourself into the raffle for a ticket. And we'll talk more about that when we get to that. Um, But we're really excited. Look at us being uh, famous enough to have ads, Margie. It feels so legit. We're just so well known. Um, <laughs> um, well, we're really excited. We have um, Margie has a quote that um, she's going to read us to start us off. Dive into the episode um, today, talking a little bit about collective consciousness and what's going on in the world. So this is uh, this is from the Everything and the Nothing. It's uh, number fifty-two. This is just the. It's a pretty long quote, but it's just the first uh, paragraph. So it's called the process of creation. God is infinite and eternal, and his imagination is also infinite and eternal. God's imagination is unending, and the creation, which is the product of his imagination, goes on endlessly expanding. How can man imagine this imagination with his finite imagining? His highest flights of imagination can never bring him the faintest idea of God's imagination. And God's reality is beyond this again. When you cannot imagine even the imagination of God, how infinitely more impossible it is to fathom his reality. 
I'm just thinking again, we were talking before we recorded the episode of how Baba loves to repeat words over and over. I was like, I, I think there's like at least a dozen imaginations or imaginations yes. in this <laughs> short paragraph. Um, you know, it's interesting Margie, when we were just reading it, I didn't see, I wasn't sure how it like quite related. And as I'm thinking about how it relates to kind of what we wanted to talk about today, I'm thinking about this idea of like, like that God's reality, like what, what, what God has created for us, what Baba has created for us, like is beyond our comprehension. And so we keep trying to understand why things are happening in the world and, and, you know, why certain things are certain ways. And like, we just have actually like no idea of what the ultimate plan is, right. Or the ultimate reality is. And, and I think that that's something to like keep grounded in. Um, It's just something that I think about after we, after you read that out. Yeah, no, I totally like, I think there's a lot going. So the idea behind this episode is Michelle and I were kind of talking about what's going on in the world and how it's really hard to stay with Baba when it almost feels like there's like a sense of doom Mm -hmm. (laughs) over the whole universe. And I think it's hard to sort of imagine that this is all in his infinite compassion because right now the world feels, at least this is my experience of it, it feels really hard. Like existence feels hard. Yeah. There's like a sense of sort of grief over the world and over the consciousness. And it it's like, how do you remember that this is his wish and his will and that there is compassion in this for us? Yeah. You know, it's not like him getting a kick out of <laughs> us humans suffering. Yeah. You know, it's there's something there's something to be gained from it. There's something that's it's to be learned it's his in his infinite compassion he's doing something but it's like and the message is so much harder to figure out I feel yeah in what's happening right now in the world like her and I were just speaking about how you know because of COVID for example you can't go to India which for so many people has you know it's it's like their check-in you know it's their reset it's their their battery recharge and same with you know same with Myrtle Beach like how how long has it been Myrtle Beach yeah. when that was a constant. And so it's like, what is Baba doing? It's, you know, you could be like, oh, well, Baba just doesn't want anybody to go to Myrtle Beach. Like this is, I just don't believe in Baba. You know, it's like, no, he's giving us this opportunity to find like God within, which is yeah. so hard. <laughs> it's not like, it's, it's not so hard. <laughs> and it's like so confusing because I feel like it like changes day to day too of like what we're supposed to be learning from these experiences. Um, as you were talking, it was reminding me of this TikTok video I, see, I saw the other day. I'm very hip and relevant on TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but this one of the creators was just talking about, he's like, I just really need people to choose like whether like the world is ending and it's a terrible place and like everything's going to be underwater water in a year or like we should be focusing on our wellness and like drinking green juices. Like, I just can't actually do both at the same time. Like, yeah, and just no, to pick one. Like and I feel like that, like that duality that like, it feels really difficult to live in of like this space. Cause something that I think about is like, you know, it's really hard right now. Like it is just like, that is like point blank, really difficult. Like, you know, we are, in year three of a pandemic and depending on where you're listening from you're under different restrictions or no restrictions at all you know I know Margie's in Arizona and I'm in Washington DC and I know that where we are in terms of like how our cities are dealing with things is completely different right yeah and like and and I just think like 
it's really hard to like manage this like okay like we're still in this pandemic but at the same time there's also at least like I'm seeing and like my communities like there are folks who are like thriving or even in my personal life you know I'm like doing like personal training and I'm like trying to like take care of myself within this all and it's just feels exhausting because I'm like I at the end of the day I'm like am I happy or am I depressed and I honestly Mm. couldn't tell you the answer half the time like I just don't know where I'm supposed to be within this and I think that that's like when we talk about like the collective consciousness like I feel like that's kind of like like where it's hard and what Baba calls us to is like to continue to catch into that like go into that and what I want to do is like no I just want to take care of myself like I'll like nobody talk to me nobody bother me like nobody asked me for anything. Yeah. And we're also isolated, you know, we're, we're yeah. isolated too. So it's, it's a little bit easier to, you know, make others happy or to like this act of, you know, service, like Baba talks so much about service and, and his work, you know, like doing work for him. And, but it's kind of like, well, how do you do that when you can't do the easy stuff, you know, like volunteer yeah. at Yusahavas or, you know, volunteer in the center or just, these are some things that are kind of coming to mind or have, you know, Baba groups yeah. where you're doing something, those, like those things are not available. So how do you, like, how do you, in every moment, there's something loving to be done, but how, how, like, where is that? What, what does that look like? How, yeah. how do you make that happen? And I think for me, I go like, man, this is just way too fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna like slip away, like hide in a corner with it. Is like how I feel, and like because like there are like I know that there are folks who are like gathering on Zoom and have been, and some of those have been really beautiful. And I'm also like, I am so done with the, like sitting on Zoom. Like, but at the same time, I was so excited where we're doing this podcast. So I feel like it's also like figuring out like what's gonna feed you like even in this like isolated time we're living in um but what's also gonna feed like the greater and like the collective which is I feel like what's been really exciting Marie, about what we're doing here is like that it's filling a bucket I think for some folks I'm sorry not to be presumptuous listener you don't have to agree with me but like <laughs> like filling a bucket for some folks in a way that like is needed but it's going to look different for every person. And I think that's, what's really hard is like, how do you balance the collective and like what's going on as a whole versus like, not versus, but how do you balance that with like what feeds you as an individual and then how to like link that with service. Yeah. Yeah. Like what is, so something, something I think about a lot is, you know, what, uh, what we think is service or what we think is loving or what we, we kind of touched on this the last couple episodes, but it, it's generally not, you know, so yeah, it's really easy to be like, Oh, I'm working. I'm going to work at the center. That's service. Yeah. I feel good about myself because, but it's relatively easy. You know, I can say like, when we go to use the hub is yeah, it's a lot of hard work and whatever, but yeah, you feel good. You're like, yeah. Oh, I did such a good thing. And Bob is kind of giving us this opportunity to do some stuff that sucks, but it's also like so much harder to hold on to him. Yeah, uh, I know. Like, I have to actively create, like, almost like a practice, just like you would, like a yoga practice or a gym routine or something. You have to, you have to, just do it and make time for it. And you know, so I, I, I try to wake up, and I, it almost never happens. But I, in, this, <laughs> in my head, it would like to, I would like it to happen every day. Is wake up and say, 
I entrust all words, thoughts, and deeds to you, Baba. Mm. Whatever goes about, you know, whatever comes to my day is you, what, mm. like, I give it to you. And then at the end of the day, Baba, I entrusted all thoughts, words, and deeds. And this is, you know, whatever happened today was yours. But it doesn't happen because it, you feel like uh, this is such a, oh God, I, I, I got to stop cursing. But this is such a mind fuck <laughs> that how, how can this be yours? Like, how can this, how can this yeah. be yours? You know, it doesn't feel like it's yours or you look at what's happening. Uh, Michelle and I kind of spoke about this before we got on the podcast about how everywhere in the world in every corner of the world, it doesn't feel like anywhere is thriving. You know, there might like a lot of times in history, there have been places in the world that have had oppression or war or something like that. But then there's somewhere else that's thriving. And if you look at collectively, like we're all feeling this. And so it's like this sense of grief it's it's almost like we're I feel like we're grieving the loss of God in a way like so many souls are so lost and they're not like turning inward yeah and so what we're feeling is really just like the outward expression like it's just spiraled for how many hundreds of years of people sort of taking on this ego mindset and the world that we live in now is so ego based and you know I think it depends on the country that you're in but especially in the west like people are not really thinking what is what does god want not not necessarily baba but just like what would god want that it it, i know for me like when i'm not thinking about baba there's a part of me that's like silenced and dying and it's Mm -hmm. like you you grieve that and maybe where we're at in the world is just the outward expression of that grief yeah it's so interesting because i like agree with that and then there's also a part of me that's like Yes, and though, like when we think about like, you know, I think about how during, during the past three years, I'll say for like the pandemic, just as like what I've experienced too, though, is like folks really at the same time is like being so isolated and alone. Also like getting in touch with this like quieter, simpler way of life. Mm -hmm. And I think what's harder right now is that like we're, forcing ourselves back into something that actually never worked for us that like Mm -hmm. uh, like production and like we always have to be on and we have to be doing things to be like worthy um in society instead of like and so I feel like what's happening now is like people like had this time to like isolate check check off and it was really hard for some people but for also for a lot of people it just like I mean I know so many people who started to go get like for example like mental health care during yeah. the pandemic and like started to get help in that way, which was like somebody like I have always been a supporter of mental health care and still am like, you know, like people realizing that like they need support too in this way that like felt really beautiful. And now like, like what I feel is like part of the grief is like, okay, we had our like time in our lives to slow down and like to slow down be millions of people are dying so it wasn't like an actual break but like to slow down and like now we have to, we're forcing ourselves back into something um so it's interesting like I, I I hear what you're saying and I'm also like I was like we had a chance there maybe we still do yeah um to like change where our society is going you know what we I actually do. think that's like a really beautiful point and it's not really something that I have because I'm one of those people who doesn't like to be quiet. I don't like to sit and, you know, 
I like to be busy. And so it's been really hard for me in that way, but I'm like, wow, that's such a blessing in disguise. And so I'm glad that you make that point that it's, it's almost like Bob, everyone is having to turn, even people who don't necessarily have like a connection to, to God, but whatever they, they kind of view as like a higher power, whether it's themselves or the universe or oneness or, you know, whatever it is, everyone is kind of forced into that relationship. And so that's, that's like an essence of his compassion. Like, yeah, all like externally, you know, people are dying from COVID. There's terrible things happening in the world, but the inner lives of people are being so enriched and sort of woken up. Yeah. And people are like state of hibernation. Yeah. And people are like standing up for what they believe in, you know, I think Mm. too. And for, and for like, who they are as like individuals like and that's like something that should be celebrated not like pushed away you know yeah. like and like and I think that that's something that I think is really beautiful. um that like that like if we can actually continue to stoke that flame mm. is what feels to me the most important like I feel like that's something where it's like something that I've been doing and I guess in my life and in my work is like around like really making sure that like really trying to like push against like having to kind of conform to like what we think as like from our like limited human mind successes or should look like or all of that to being like no like actually like it's okay to like take space and time it's okay to like focus on um developing community it's okay to make sure that wherever you are is an inclusive loving space for all individuals in that and like but it's like, it feels like a fight. Like it feels like a mm. battle, you know, yeah. to like keep that, like, because it, it would require us to continue to make it, it would require us to make a total like collective shift from like what we have like established as human beings for like hundreds of years. And I mm. think that that's something that I think about, like when I think about Baba and when I think about like why he, um, you know, like, all the things that he had taught about talked about when he when he came like even just like his universal message like I've come not to teach but to awaken like I feel like that's where we are it's like this awakening stage of like hey wait there's a different way of being and like but it's like it's like can we get enough to tip the scales to like yeah let's think about this new way versus like are we just going to like level back out to like, you know, the media, the like, okay, we're just going to keep things the way they were. You know what the word that kind of comes to me is like to, like to put a word on the collective consciousness and it's desperation. Mm -hmm. Like people Mm -hmm. are just like, they might not know it, but they, there is a sense of desperation. Like people I'm imagining like, in my head, it's like the zombie apocalypse and people are just grabbing at straws yeah. to trying find... to figure out order. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I guess they're kind of what has been happening and they thought was like covering up their sense of desperation was really just a bandaid. And out of that desperation, like think about a lot of people's Baba stories. A lot yeah. of people don't come to Baba when they're thriving. Yes. Yeah, some people do. Baba has a way of getting in however he wants, but it's kind of like we said in your episode, he has to, or that like he has to get into the cracks. Yeah. He has to like, yeah. uh, you know, find the ways to get in. And it's like, everyone's got cracks right now. So if you are so, when you're desperate, like think about an animal that's desperate for mm. food, they're looking everywhere. They know where to turn to. 
it's like the door is open, you know, mm-hmm. and you, if, because he's creating all these external uh, issues or, you know, things that yeah. are like enhancing that sense of desperation. Like he knows that it's going to drive people to find what they need to find. Yeah. Like, and in that space, instead of trying to desperately search with your like human mind to fill the cracks with, you know, with whatever it is with, you know, I'm thinking of like with, I definitely do it with food or with friends or with attention or with all these different things, like actually just like feeling the cracks and then welcoming in some, like some, some, some more for me, it's Baba, but like for anybody it could be like welcoming in support from the universe, like all of that stuff, like, because, or even, even like your loved these, ones, like, it doesn't even have to be that big. Yeah. Like, or just yeah, like yeah. welcoming in like love, like self-love, whatever it might be. And just like, because that's also what I feel like is so available And when I think about Baba, there was something we were talking about earlier about like how just like, oh, like how, how could this be, how could this suffering be God's plan, right? Like there's like an, there's like a deep well of anger that I have about that sometimes. Mm. And I just got chills when you said that. Wow. Right. Like, it's like this, but, and at the same time, you know, I was just like thinking about Baba's life and thinking about like, like the new life, which like. And then his acts, his car accidents and like all these things over and over that it's just like, like, actually, like he also gave us like a roadmap for suffering, Mm, like, and how to get through suffering and how to continue to find God in that. And I think that that's like, not that the new life was suffering, although it does feel like to me, which is like, I don't know, Margie, you're always a little bit better about the Baba history. And I feel like we, I I mean, I think the idea that like, there were only, I think it was four male Mondale that made it through the new life. I don't think, I don't think it was like uh peaches and cream mm-hmm. i think that you know of course well, they, and they gave up like you know all of their property all of their finances and just like begged for food and went around under these like strict conditions which is like i mean that is hard like right like and i yeah. feel like um in some ways like i mean we've all had to give up so like i'm not saying we're like living the new life, the new like, life it was but... way more intense but like we have all had to give up so much in the past three years especially and before that and some people have been giving up something from you know the day they were born right things that they weren't allowed to have and how do we like how do we continue to like come out of that and like what do you find in that is like oh like you can actually find the gift of god or spirituality or love or the universe or or just feeling like a bit more secure in yourself (laughs) like and i think that that's something like where like where I can, I can balance that anger that I feel about like, you know, the suffering with like, okay, but he also showed us the way through. Yeah. You know, I would love to get your, so something that I really, really, really struggle with is like, there's this essence of, you know, you look at the Mondali and how had Baba had the Mondali live their life, which was pretty much just surrender. And if you looked at it from like an external, I guess, psychology point of view, there were some like things that you'd be like, oh, well, that's traumatic. And they're going to have traumatic things that they have to process through and they're going to be really hurt. But obviously, Baba, it was perfect and everything Baba did. But it's like, so us as humans, how much are we supposed to just sort of let the world happen to us? I guess Mm. that's kind of what I'm saying. 
and not go like, oh, my heart is hurt or my ego is hurt or this. And how much are we just supposed to smile through it? And then how much of it is repression of those feelings and really avoiding feeling your higher self? Because, you know, you you know, yeah, I I would love to kind of just I know you don't have an answer, but it's like, what's your insight into that? Like, what do you feel? You know, it's it's interesting. It's I feel like it's I feel like the first step is actually you have to feel all of it. Like you have Mm -hmm. to like be for me, at least this is what I've learned for myself is like. I went through like many, many years in my life of like tamping down my feelings because I was like, I shouldn't be feeling these or like these aren't good feelings or whatever, like tamping that down. But that was the repression, right? And then the repression to try and be a good girl, right? Like even if I wasn't thinking directly in relationship with Baba, but that that was like under there, like to be a good girl. Um, And then what I came through is like this exploration of just like, actually, I just have to feel everything. And like not blame anybody or anything for it, but just feel like I feel like anger, I feel whatever. And now I'm at the stage where I feel like I can actually discern between what needs to be felt and what can I just let go of. And but mm. what takes in that is I have to sit with it for a little bit and be like, okay, like I'm feeling a lot of anger. Like, do I need to do anything with it? Is it like real or can I just let it go? And I feel like it's this process of like developing a relationship. For me, it's been with like myself, but also with Baba to know that he's not going to like that. God is not going to smite me if I'm pissed at him. Like I have a very candid, I mean, relationship with, with Baba. We, I curse at it, you know, you know, there's no boundaries with him and I, right. Like in terms of what I can say. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things is like, is, is to just like, I actually like don't have to be cheerful all the time. And like, I know that like, just as much as Baba says to like, don't worry and be happy. I also know that like in through what I have picked up and like what I've read and what I've felt is like also to like feel your feelings, but don't feel them with like attachment or like outward anger, like to destroy somebody else. It's like, I can yell at like my sibling, for example, but like, I also can, will stay for the aftermath of it. Right. Yeah. And like that. um, And just like knowing how to, move that a little bit more so that's a little bit what I'm thinking about um but I have a question for you because like I feel like you have this way of like continuing to come back to Baba and Baba's message like oh like just continuously and I just like how do you do that (laughs) like what like like how you know it's it's funny like I hearing you say that I'm like oh yeah that like yeah, like that, I, that is what I've tried to do, but it almost feels like now in my life, the message Baba is screaming at me is like, you're doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not that it wasn't what I needed at the time, but um, I think the, the reason I came back to it was like a selfish reason was because I just, like I could, but like, like I said, Baba never left me. But I think I I looked at Baba through rose-colored glasses, and now Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in this silence that he's created in the world, and the silence that I'm sitting in is like, I I came back to Baba's universal message because it was rosy, Mm -hmm. not because it was painful. And now that I'm having to sit with Baba in anger, because recently, like, I, I, when people would be like, oh, I'm angry at Baba. 
I would go to Baba with my anger. You know, I would say, Baba, I'm feeling all this anger, but it was always this like blissful sort of rose colored glasses love that I had inwardly with him. But I recently, I, I had gone to therapy. My, my therapist was kind of telling me like, you need to be angry. And I was like, but I'm not fucking angry. Like I'm not, (laughs) stop telling me I'm angry. And cause I, I don't, I don't have anger towards like people in my life. And then all of a sudden I was driving in the car and I, my vision blacked out. I like, I pulled off the side of the road and I started shaking and like, I call, I was like purging. It was like, I was yeah. wailing and crying and screaming because I was so angry with Baba. And so really that, I mean, because of this rose colored glasses thing that I had for so long, I feel like my relationship with Baba almost lacks that intimacy. And it's, mm. I'm, I'm having to create it now. Uh, it's like, you know, when you first get in a relationship with someone and, you know, a romantic sense, you're only showing them the good parts. Yeah. And so it's really easy to go back to them. But now I'm being challenged in this collective consciousness to come to Baba in my anger and in my, mm. like, cause I feel like Baba betrayed me cause Baba like sold me on this idea that everything is going to be beautiful and blissful with him. And guess what? I'm really angry at Baba. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that that because it's also like, uh, like, I like what you had said about like, how like, I think it actually did serve you for a long time. And now you're in a different, like to have that relationship with Baba, it probably served you like in, like it definitely did in some way because it's all his creation too. Right. And now you get to like develop a different type of like, relationship with him that is more of an intimate relationship and of like I think that like all of this and I think that even like why this podcast feels so natural and people are liking it is because it's just like real like it's just like you know like and I think that that's what like we need in the world is just for people to like like strip down all of those things that like make us feel different or alone or whatever and just like be freaking real right Mm. like with each other and with like just and but be real and then but be connected and stay with each other through it all and so like like and that I feel like is Baba it's like to be like real and like like he wasn't like dressed up super fancy you know like all the I mean he he looked nice but like it wasn't like he lived a life of opulence right like um and it's still not like that like if you like go to this you know any of Baba's centers like you know, it's relative, it's inexpensive to be there, like all of this stuff. And I just feel like that's what it is. It's just real. And it's just the basics of what we need, which is just to be ourselves, feel our feelings, share them. And like, remember that we're more and that we're connected. You know, it also just kind of like is, if you think about, you know, when you're exhausted, that's kind of when, you know, the the moodiness will come out. Mm -hmm. Or if, you know, if you're in a relationship with people and you're exhausted, you don't have as much of the ability to put on this face to create this yep. image. Yeah, your defense is down. Yeah, and I feel like Baba is forcing the world right now to live in exhaustion, to live in realness. Mm. I hope to God that's what it is. <laughs> I mean, we can only, we can only hope. I mean, like, really, you're saying that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, who the, who the f knows? Right. Like, he could, he could literally just be like, oh wow, laughing at us up there. I mean, who knows? Right? I mean, he <laughs> is, but like, also like, he's probably loving us, and like, you know, like all of this stuff. Like, how great, how great is this that we get to like play with it? And I do think, I mean, I think it feels right. 
I do think it is like when you're exhausted, your defenses are down and like how you're like, you're more, you're less, um, yeah, you have, you're less likely to put on your you're mask. Less fight in you. Yeah. Except you should wear a mask like in social <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but sorry, <laughs> not to bring that into it. Um, but, um, but yeah, but I, I, I really love that. And I think like, I also just think like, this is it, right. It's like starting the conversation with each other. Like you and I having this conversation, maybe we'll like, hope, maybe inspire somebody to have a conversation with somebody that they are in relationship with. And like, like that's more real. That's yeah, less like maybe people are tired of just like, oh, so I know a lot of people who are kind of afraid to talk about Baba because they feel like it's going to, people are going to think differently of them, but it's like maybe through hearing this and hearing our exhaustion and not talking about Baba anymore, that it's like, you'll talk about, you'll talk about Baba to someone. Yeah. Yeah. And just like what you believe in. Like I was talking, I work at a school and I was talking to some of my kids about Baba this week. And I was like, why have I so much hesitancy around this? Like they were just Mm. like, what do you believe spiritually, Michelle? And I was like, that's what I believe. And it's not like I'm trying to indoctrinate, you know, (laughs) like, yeah. um, And I think like, like it comes so much easier to talk about Catholicism, like, which is what I was raised as like, rather than Bob. And then it's like, wait, no, we can just be real. We had a great conversation about it. I told them about this podcast, you know, like that I started. Aww, a podcast that's amazing. And I think like, yeah, it's like the realness and the freedom of just like being fully ourselves, like, you know, warts and all that expression. And like, yeah. And I think that's a really beautiful thing. Yeah. I mean, I think you said it beautifully and I kind of feel like maybe that's where we should end is just on that note of like living in realness. I also think we might have just kind of based on where our conversation just went is maybe our next podcast could be about how your relationship with Baba changes through the stages of your life. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where that we'll see where it goes. (laughs) um, I guess we'll kind of wrap it up. Michelle, do you want to do the beloved God prayer this week? Sure. Love to. All right. All right. First, I'll invite everybody to take a deep breath in because I need it. (sighs) Beloved God, help us all and more and more and more and still yet more till we become worthy of union with you and help us all to hold fast to Baba's Daman till the very end. Avatar, Avatar Mayor Baba, Baba Ki, Jay. Jay. <laughs>